everybody. This is Trevor from Trevents Wedding and Event Planning, and you're listening to Wedding Confessions. I'm here today with my beautiful, very special co-host, Lindsay from Xena Films. It's so nice to have you back, Linz. Hi, Trevor. Wow, that's quite an introduction. Well, that's how I introduce you now. I love it. You can just follow me around and introduce me to random <laughs> strangers as the beautiful and talented filmmaker. Lindsay, I have a little story I want to tell you. Oh, I love your stories. Please tell me. So as a wedding planner, part of the reason why people hire me is to connect with the people that I've aligned myself Mm -hmm. with. And I've worked very hard over the last few years to make sure that I call it my army of vendors, that my army of vendors is filled with people that I trust, Mm -hmm. that are talented, that I know are going to deliver. I assume you're going with army of vendors. You're going for like uh, well-organized and not militant. That's right. Okay. Yes, that makes, yes. <laughs> just wanted to Thank check. you for clarifying <laughs> no that. No problem. They're just, they've, they, they're good people. Mm-hmm. They have great products. They deliver. They're going to show up. Their prices are within my client's budgets. Yes. And they're just all around good people. Mm-hmm. That's who I want to connect with because at the end of the day, all of these vendors are extensions of my brand. Yes. So I want these companies like mm-hmm. yourself. You're yes. part of my army. And I'm so proud to be. Thank it you. Uh, it really means a lot to us that you, you know, recommend us so often. Well, you you kick ass. You oh, are incredible you. filmmakers and like I said, you deliver, you show up, you have a great product, mm-hmm. you're unique. And you fall within a certain price point mm-hmm. that would fit within budgets that uh, couples I'm working with. Absolutely. Good. So you understand. And so do most of the people that I work with. But I'm going to tell you a little story today about a vendor that I had to break up with. Mm -hmm. I had to release from my army. Okay. And it's a DJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This DJ worked with a lot. He was great. But all of a sudden, something changed. So one day, and it wasn't even all of a sudden. Okay. It happened. It progressively got worse and worse. One day, the day of a wedding... DJ calls me, answer the phone. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? I'm not going to be showing up for the ceremony today. My car broke down. Okay, shit happens. Uh, yeah, can but, you get another car? Can you get But a I'm ride? sending somebody okay. in my place to come and get the equipment, and they're going to come, they're going to set up, they're going to do the ceremony, Yes. and then I'm going to come for the reception. Okay, that's a good solution. Yes. I didn't think anything of it. It's a great Sent solution. The couple's not even going to notice who's playing music for the ceremony. Absolutely no. But they would have noticed well, if he wasn't there for the reception. Especially since a lot of DJ companies will have like a number of different DJs and you never know who's showing up anyways. So. But they would have noticed if he wasn't there for the reception. Now, of in course. this case, okay. he is the DJ. It's his company. Oh. He doesn't have a crew of DJs. Oh, well, it's a okay. one-man show. Okay. So if he doesn't show up, yes. what do we do? So yes. He sent somebody in his place. To do the ceremony. Great. Good. He showed up. Fine. Never thought about it again. Months and months later, after we worked a few other events together, I got a call on the Friday. The event was a Saturday. I got a call that no event planner or anybody wants to hear. Hey, Trev, I'm not going to be able to be at the event tomorrow because I've been sentenced to 30 days in jail. <laughs> it's oh not funny. God. <laughs> that okay, fine. I we can laugh at it now. That. It's not funny. 
It, I'm sorry. Yes, I should not <laughs> laugh. I just really wasn't expecting that at all. That's exactly. horrifying. Okay, so he sent somebody. They did a killer job. Um, and it was great. Yeah. But the, the hard part for me is to have to tell my client that, hey, that guy that we met a year ago, eight months ago, isn't going to be the guy that's playing your event. Yeah, well, because people do their research for a reason they picked him for a reason because they because i him. told them to yes sure <laughs> which is a, a good of, reason yeah exactly and uh and oh man that's a that's a tricky one so, so what happened but we also had four more events that summer oh my god so not within 30 days no after the 30 oh days god. magically okay. yeah so this was in may our next event was in july okay and I'm a little nervous now. Yeah. What do I do? Next next event's happening. He shows up. Next event's happening. He shows up. Okay, so I'm not so upset anymore. This might I'm not just so be a fluke, yeah. Fluke. Two times fluke. Yes. But also, none of the other vendors that I've ever worked with have never not showed up. I've seen people work with colds. I've seen people work really ill. People show up. Okay, now let's cut to a couple of months later. Yes. So we're in July. We do a couple of events. August, we had an event. End of August hits, and I see his name show up on my phone the morning of a wedding. And now I'm, like, shitting myself. I'm thinking, oh, God, I don't want to answer the phone because if I answer the phone, he's going to give me bad news. But if I don't answer the phone, then I you have, less time <laughs> have to, to solve deal it. with it. Yes. He's in the hospital, and his lungs are filling with fluid. And he's not going to be able to be at the wedding that day. But oh my God. he's got someone to replace him. Okay. And he repl- he sent somebody to replace him. And that guy was amazing. And I now this is my go-to guy. Of I sent him to all the weddings that I need him to work or any event. Because he shows up even he when he's not up. booked to. <laughs> and, but I still had to have that awkward conversation with my couple to say, hey, guys. The DJ that you hired that isn't going to be here. Like, fingers crossed. Let's hope he's good. Let's yeah. hope he makes your party incredible success. It's a really hard conversation to have. That's, but yeah. But here's what my situation is now. Yes. So he doesn't show up for this one. He sends somebody in his place. I have another wedding the following week that he's booked for. So what do I do? Do I risk him not showing up and sending someone who maybe won't be as good as the last couple of replacements he's had? Mm-hmm. Or do I tell my couple to fire him take the loss and find someone myself to replace him who i've worked with who i know is going to do a killer job what would you do oh that is a good question it's an awkward conversation to have with the couple i think i would it's a very awkward conversation well because i don't want to cause them more stress than they already have the week before their wedding i think if if it were up to me i would not cut him off until i know for certain that I have somebody who can replace him. So maybe go to that DJ that he sent as a replacement that you really liked, who did a great job, who obviously shows up when he needs to, when, you know, the, you know, going gets tough, he's there and say, Hey, are you free next Saturday? I may have a wedding for you. If he says yes, then go to your couple and say, this is the situation. I may have a replacement for you. What do you want to do? I, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah. I spoke to the DJ. I asked him what his fees were. I said, "I uh, my couple's going to lose their deposit. Mm-hmm. Is there any way we can balance it out? Luckily, yeah. his fees balanced it out. And I was the hero. Yeah. 
my couples were totally okay with doing this. They don't want to risk on their wedding day yeah. to have this person not show up. So yeah. we met with the new DJ. They fell in love with him. He is now my DJ, my go-to guy. He's incredible. And all of the other events that I had this other DJ booked with, which was another four for the rest of the year. Yeah. We canceled those contracts and hired another this other DJ. Yeah, and you, just, you can't take chances y- like that. You can't take chances like that. And I had to have a really tough conversation with the DJ and said, hey, like I had to tell my clients what's going on. And he got so angry with me for telling them the truth. But what else were you supposed to tell them? I don't know. But he just doesn't want to come. <laughs> my I my best interest is for my couples. Look, I love you, Lindsay, and I know you're never going to screw me over, but my couples come first. Of course. So if that means that I have to tell my couples the truth mm-hmm. that there's a problem, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell them the truth because I'm the one who recommended these people and I it's know. my reputation that's on the line. And yeah. I've got to make sure that my couples are taken care of and that their weddings yeah flow and still run as smoothly as all the rest of the weddings that I've worked yeah I uh I I the one thing that I really like about running our business is we don't depend on anybody else and that's not something that I envy about your job honestly um I depend on so many people yeah absolutely I don't I don't know if I could do that the only person I depend on is my husband and he is amazing your husband is a wonderful human being I know he's wonderful now I'm really hyper and my heart's beating really fast reliving that moment (laughs) I think we need to take a break because our couple's going to be here any minute and I need to have a drink of water. (laughs) We'll be right back. Trevor, my wedding planner, you have been like my guardian angel from the second I met you. And if it wasn't for you, like I would have just thrown in the towel for real. Yep, that's right. She's talking about me. I'm Trevor from Trevent's Wedding and Event Planning, and I'm here to help make your wedding dreams come true. I offer full planning, partial planning, and of course, wedding month management. So check me out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. My handle is at Trevents Planner. And go to my website at www.trevents.ca. T-R-E-V-E-N-T-S dot C-A. Anyone who's getting married, please hire Trevor. Your love story is like no other. Your wedding will be as unique as your relationship, full of heartfelt sentiment and surprises. And your wedding film should be too. Xena Films puts love and adventure on film. Let us tell your story the way it was meant to be told. Visit www.eksenafilms.com to get started today. You guys, I have to tell you before you listen to the actual interview with our couple here, Ali and Gabe, that I'm really sorry. The microphone wasn't working on for Gabe, the groom, on this one. So his... His levels are much lower than the rest of us. I've raised them as high as I could, so you can still hear him, but you might just strain your, your ears a little bit. And I'm so sorry, but please still listen because it's a really great episode. Here it goes. So we are back, and I have Allie and Gabe here now, whose wedding I was a part of last year. Hi, guys. Hello. And Lindsay's here too, my co-host for the day. Hi, Trevor. Hey, Linz. So you guys... I want to hear all about your wedding now that it's passed. You had an amazing day. We did. We did. You loved every part of it? Mostly every part of it. Oh, mostly every (laughs) part of it. What didn't you love? Let's Um, get that out of the way. (laughs) Yeah, get it out of the way. 
Uh, the only thing I changed is that we were super rushed with photos and we even ended up being late to the hall. We didn't even get to taste any of the antipasto bar and then like people were already arriving. We weren't there yet. Um, so there wasn't really a receiving line, which was kind of disappointing. No, there was just people taking shots from where it was supposed to be the receiving yeah. line. Do you remember that? We had, we had a 20-minute receiving line. <laughs> yeah, which should have been about an hour. An hour, hour and a half. Oh, so man, this is so why stressful. this is why it's so important that when I am working with photographers and videographers and anybody else, yeah. that they actually take the time to talk to me and give me their schedule. So that's one of the things. If a photographer doesn't say to me, I need an hour and a half or three hours for photos, well, I'm going to schedule based on all my other weddings. I actually talked to a photographer at a recent wedding who actually outlines that in her contract. She needs a, this between this amount and this amount of time, or she can't guarantee the quality or quantity of the photos. Which so makes that sense. Make, that would make your job a lot easier. And, and it's... I'll, I'll schedule however much time you tell me to schedule. You need five hours, I'll make that happen in your day. Mm -hmm. But if you're not going to work with me, and that was a frustrating part on my end with your photographer. Well, an experienced photographer should know how much time they need. And should be able to vocalize and that. And, and depending on the number of photos that need to be taken, the size of the bridal party, etc. I so even voiced that I was concerned that there wouldn't be enough time and he didn't seem concerned. So you voiced this to this person and they still ignored what you were asking for? Um, about the type of, yeah, the shots that I wanted and then the fact that I was concerned that there might not be enough time. Where, where, was, where did you find him? Where did the you... The same wedding show that we found you, okay, but... Okay. We so, hit it off with him. When yeah. we first met him, we hit it off. Like, we chose October 21st for our wedding day because he had that day available. <gasps> we chose oh our wedding gosh. day so he could work with us. He was so... Because he was so good. He was so energetic. Yeah, we're gonna do this. We told him about the soccer field idea. He was all for it. Like he was just so energetic. As After a vendor, that's the, the dream. But that's it wasn't the deposit. It was when he found out that we were working with Richard Emanuel, who was your videographer. Yeah, who was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he was so good. Um, he was so good. Yeah. But like the photographer was on board. He loved that we were doing the soccer field. Everything was good. He was gung ho. And then there was like a switch. I don't know if it was read something or if it was because there was animosity between him and the videographer, but it was just like his attitude towards us really changed. Wow, mm -hmm. this is so heartbreaking. What happened when you got the actual pictures back? Did you get them in time? Did you have to wait a long time? No, we for had the to pictures? wait. Yeah, we waited a little bit. Five, six months. But was that in the contract? It was off season. I didn't think we'd wait that long. Yeah, yeah you're right. That is off season. I emailed him and he said, um, you know, another four weeks and then four weeks went by and you said another two weeks and you'll see when we go through the pictures, honestly, if it Ugh. wasn't for the soccer field pictures, I probably would have cried. So Allie and Gabe are huge soccer fans and that's why you wanted and to and players mm -hmm. and that's why you wanted to have your photo shoot at a soccer field, yes. mm -hmm. which is super cool and totally That's unique. such a great idea. Yeah. Way to yeah, make it your own. We did it at Down Zoo because um, growing up, he grew up living two minutes from Down Zoo and I played for North York and that was our home field. So we must have crossed, crossed paths a million times. Oh my gosh, and that's not so have known. Funny. And then as we got to know each other, we're like, hey, I played here growing up. No way, so did I. So like Down Zoo was a big part of our childhood growing up. Wow. So when we found out that we could actually book it, um, 
That's so super cool. Stoked, yeah. So where did you two actually meet then? Soccer. And all the soccer players. <laughs> no way. Yeah, she was watching my game. She was. Wa- you were watching his game. Yeah. So I. I was. With some guys she knew. I was playing on a co-ed team, and then they asked me to come watch their men's team. And so you were just sitting up in the bleachers. Do you call them bleachers? Yeah. Bleachers? And I saw his bum, and I liked it. Ah. And then he turned around. He was good looking. Wow. (laughs) And then I creeped him on Instagram and found him. Is this really what happened? (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. So you you were the Oh, I was the initiator. Cougar, the the predator. Yeah, I was. And I never like I don't have games, so like I don't know how to pick up guys. So I added him and then I waited like three days and like this guy isn't messaging me. I'm like, what the heck? I thought she was a fake profile. You know sometimes you get those fake profiles? <gasps> yes. Because she's blonde with big boobs and she probably But I didn't have big boobs before. That's pregnancy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I scrolled down her pictures and like every single picture was like was perfect. It was like a fake account. So I was like okay. What a compliment. I know. He just called bad. you perfect. I know. He. So then, wh- uh, who in- who asked who out? So, um, creeping his Instagram, I realized that his cousin the year before was a student at the school I teach at. Small world, very yeah. small. So I was like, hey, like I need a sign. Like, do I message him? I don't know what to do. And then she came in one day, after just to visit to pick up her yearbook, I think. So I was like, hey, do you have a cousin named Gabe? whatever so we just started talking and then I was like okay this is my in this is my sign I have to message him so I sent like a corny message hey your cousin went to my school and then we started talking and here we are now wow that's a great story how long did you know each other before you got engaged well you had a baby before (laughs) we had an oopsie Six months. Yeah. Six months wow and then me being a Catholic school teacher um (laughs) Off the record, you can get fired if someone grieves you because you are not living through the Catholic lens. What does grieves you mean? Like complaints. Oh, okay. Um, Meaning if somebody finds out that you're pregnant and not married. Yes. So Living uh, in sin? Yeah, basically we committed the immortal sin. So, um, well, a priest told us that. Yeah. What? That's intense. We were no longer in God's good graces. graces. We were going to hell. You can't take communion. Yeah. All while I'm pregnant. Catholic religion. When the priest told us that. This is so interesting to me. So I got pregnant in October. And at the end of October, we found out. And December 5th, we had our first wedding, which was at um, City City Hall. Hall. We just did it quick. I think we bought $25 rings. He was still in school. Yeah. She bought me my ring. Yeah. I was paying for school. So, yeah. Still have it. But he made up for you it. You still have the twenty-five dollar ring, though. Well, except oh, for the priest shaming I love you. this <laughs> so much. Yeah, except for the so, Catholic um, part. There was the a hell? lot of pressure on us to make it right, and um, like and his my parents. parents are super religious. Wow. Right away, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, so finally we decided. We actually the priest that I had almost lost all hope, <laughs> like all faith, and then uh, we went to St. Clair's. And we ran into the priest outside. And St. Clair's like, is the church that you actually got married in. Yeah. And uh, we saw him outside and talked to him. And he's like, okay, so yes, you did commit a sin, but a miracle happened from that baby. So, <gasps> or from that sin, whatever. He's like, so let's make it right. Aww. So he welcomed Aww. us in and like. He's also young. Yeah. He's 35. Yeah, oh, he's a cool. I remember him. He was a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. So That's amazing. So it turned this scary story into something beautiful. Because your daughter is beautiful. Yeah. Aw. She's cute. And she was a big part of the wedding, too. She was, like, almost stole the show from you. She yeah. did. She did. She wanted to be a part of every dance. <laughs> she was part of the game, Aww, the shoe game. Yeah, she so was nice. definitely. She the shoe and ran away. Yeah, she did. 
Yeah, and the she first, was part the of first the, dance, too. the first dance, the mother-son dance. Yeah. She was all up in this wedding. Oh, well, so the song cute. Tennessee Whiskey that we chose for our first dance, she loves it. Every time she was like upset at home or she was freaking out, we'd play that song and she'd be like, up, up, up. And then she'd lay on your shoulder and you'd da- like slow yeah. dance with her. Cute. So you played the shoe game at the wedding. So if anybody doesn't know what that is, it's when the couple sits on chairs back to back, usually on the dance floor, so everybody can see them, and they each hold one of each other's shoes up, and somebody asks questions about the couple. I love the shoe game. Like, what's a question that you've heard at the shoe game? Um, who farts the loudest in bed? And then you have to put your <laughs> shoe up the on the person who who controls the one. remote. Why did you choose? Why did you choose the shoe game? Why did you want to do that? Uh, no, the DJ told us. He's like, well, DJ, I do this. Um, it's it's pretty cool, you know. It gets laughs, you know. People like it. Oh, people so. love it. In your DJ, had a great time at the wedding. You had a good party with him. him. Danced the night he away. Was, yeah. Well. He, he read great. the crowd really well. Yeah. Can I tell you my point of view of your DJ? <laughs> I told you I had a big surprise for you. So your DJ was one of the hardest DJs that I've ever worked with. Seriously. Your DJ was constantly going outside and doing drugs all night long no yes shut up yes your dj um i literally had to stand beside him and hold my itinerary up and say read this now and he would start fussing around and sweating and it was bad. I At one point, when he finally came back in, because I couldn't find him, I had to literally hold him by his shoulders and say, dude, get it together. This is a wedding. Are you this kidding me? This is so unprofessional. Really? I almost, we didn't even notice. Of course not. I wasn't going to tell you. <laughs> I, had to, I wanted to slap him a couple of times. And it, it was, remember when you were showing your video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which we're going to talk about in a minute. Yeah. Um, your your video he was setting it up and when he was setting it up he he was late to set it up because he had to set up a whole screen and then put the the laptop uh and connect it um and we had it to play at a certain point um i don't know if you remember but halfway through your video the the laptop laptop dropped because he had put it on a speaker which there's heavy bass for and we had actually said that's not a good idea let me get you a cruiser and he said no we're already running late and i was like no well why cokey and um, I can't believe that now that you say that though, thinking wow. back at the way he looked and yeah needless to say I wished he would have waited to do the drugs if he was going to do the drugs to <laughs> just for the party after the video after all of the things he had to say and yeah. after all of the things that we scheduled because like listen I love a challenge and I have no problem working with anybody and I'll work with anybody but holy shit that was a weird night like I just kept going like this I, I like shrugging my shoulders, waving my hands in the air. What do I do? You know. Like, I don't want to anger. I don't want to get this guy angry because well, no. I've dealt with drug addicts in my yeah. past, and you anger a drug addict, and he could just bolt. And now I'm the DJ. <laughs> I'm sure I could have done a good job, Probably, but, but still. Well, you kept this a secret all this time. I had to. I I didn't want to tell you after yeah. the wedding because I didn't know your relationship with the DJ. I mean, I knew who he was, but. I also, I don't think it's right as a, as a professional to get involved with an addict. And if you two were happy, then it didn't matter. I dealt with all the bullshit. I mm-hmm. dealt with all the crap. He showed up. He, were, well, he was also an hour and a half late. He was? Yes. He was? Oh, yeah. But he set up. 
He was yeah. playing. He got it done. Sweated a little bit more than I would have liked him to. <laughs> Did you get uh, him a towel at least? I should have, but I didn't. I think you also kept it a secret because you needed a big dramatic reveal for this for episode. This, for this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that but, you knew uh, you were going to do a year ago. <laughs> if it wasn't a problem to you, then it shouldn't have been a problem. Because what were you going to do? Like, yeah. when I told you, like, what were we going to ask for money back? Because he wasn't going to give you money back. He performed. No. It, it was just, I couldn't believe that this was going on at your wedding. But he still performed. He still yeah. did his did job. job. I, I had to push him to do his job and I almost had to take the mic at one point because I didn't think he could speak. He was that, that fucked? Oh yeah. He just kept going out and coming back and going out and coming back. So in between all the speeches and dances, he would put a playlist on and then he would go to his car and do whatever he needed to do. It was bad. And, oh my goodness. Can you believe I, that? That's crazy. I had no idea though. Like I guess I didn't even notice he was leaving the DJ booth. Well, you wouldn't. You were so busy. You're having. You're not paying yeah. attention to what yeah. we're doing. You're no. paying attention to yourselves, and that's exactly what I tell you. Don't worry about anything on the day of your wedding. I got you covered. This is why Just we have got fun. A wedding planner. Can you imagine? <laughs> no. Yeah, that was the best money we spent. I, I, I've told you this before. I tell everyone who's getting married, get the planner. Get this guy. He's the best. That's so nice. Thank oh, you. Oh yeah, I tell them that too for oh, sure. Oh, thank you, everybody. Yeah. At least get a day up. Because we weren't even really thinking about it, and then what made in. you decide? Um, I just loved you when I met you. So you went to that bridal show with no. You weren't looking for a wedding planner. You were no. there looking for like DJs and videographers and decorators and decorators. Cool. And I just fell in love with you, and I wanted to have you. Aww. At my wedding. So. That's so fun. Yeah, and just because, like, so I'm a teacher, so the beginning of the school year is kind of hectic, so I didn't want to be dealing with that, and then I have anxiety, too, so he was like, honestly, just do it. I'm like, all right. And what made you decide for the month instead of the whole time? Well, just because, like, I didn't want the stress. I didn't want the anxiety and, like, teaching. The beginning of the school year is always stressful, so I didn't want to kind of deal with that nonsense. Did I help you with some of your stress and anxiety? Yeah, I didn't have to worry about anything. <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> Trevor, I need this. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. No, I'm glad I'm glad that you feel that way. And the bridal show, that's where I meet so many people. It's so awesome. I love that show. Like people that I would never normally meet. Yeah. yeah. I met, you told me you booked a lot of your weddings from there. And really cool people too. Yeah, of course. Of course. So you guys also one of the we already kind of touched on this, but one of the coolest parts about your wedding was the the video that you made before the wedding to show at the wedding and they were so nervous about that <laughs> nervous <laughs> doing it or nervous to uh, show it well no, doing it was fun you were nervous I have to hear first. more about it was, yeah i'm a very introvert so so we you guys recreated the despacito video kind of like filmed it downtown toronto so we had to take we took three dancing lessons just so to kind of because we're not latin dancers at all yeah. um and a bottle of whiskey Oh, yeah? We were doing shots that night just to, like, loosen up, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And then, good. yeah, it's a package that Richard offers. So we had the option of the same-day edit or to do this. And I figure everyone has the same-day edit, so why not do something different? Something that... That's so fun. We can I look back on. Different. And then, so we picked Despacito and we... Why Despacito? Is that something that... It was our song of the summer. It was okay. the summer It jam. was. It was the it. song of the last mm -hmm. summer. I want to do a music video. Um, How come Ava wasn't in it? Because it was something for us. <laughs> That's nice. She's in the other videos. Yeah. <laughs> we needed something for mommy and daddy. Right. Just husband and wife. That's fair. And a fun night out. Yeah. Yeah. Getting drunk, yeah, dancing around Toronto. Yeah, I, really to see this. Cool. I know. It was kind of, uh, we were in Yorkville at one point. Mm -hmm. um, into the opening of the subway. So when you're going down the stairs. So people kept having, we kept having to stop because people had to come in and they're like watching. And then 
at one point there was like a small crowd. I don't know if they thought we were like famous or something and they're watching <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, everyone go oh, away. Oh, for please. sure. But I'm it's awesome. also a pretty sexy video that you guys made. Like it, like yeah. shooting that, was that in like intense for you? At first it was awkward, but then like whatever, you just kind of get into it. And, and you did get into it. What I do you think, think he got into it more than I, I did. did? Well, I had so many shots in me that you know, <laughs> the kisses were make like out. Okay, let's go. A little bit <laughs> okay. Extra. She kept like, oh, stop that, stop that. That's a little much. <laughs> too much tongue. <laughs> 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 what do you think the church thought of that video? Oh, they didn't see the it. The church never saw it. Oh, good. But they could see it. Did they go I online? I didn't post a link to it. Um, speaking of the church, your ceremony was beautiful, and you had a lovely tribute to your dad i did on one of the seats at the church your mm-hmm. dad had passed away in 2010 2010 mm-hmm. and you had a rose we put a rose on the seat with a picture of him yeah. saying that it was reserved so nice it was, it was it, like it was really touching and beautiful and i i had never seen anybody do that before at a wedding i've seen it since mm-hmm. um but it, it was very heartfelt and and i'm glad yeah, that you did something like that he needed to be there. Agreed. So, and yeah. what a beautiful test. Like what it uh, just shows what a relationship you had with him. Yeah. I think that was like the bittersweet. Um, it was hard. Like we were really close and losing him was really hard. And then not having him at the wedding, it was really hard. Um, but I know he's there. But and he like was I didn't, there. I didn't want to, I actually wanted Gabe to do the father daughter dance with Ava oh. in instead of, well, because I couldn't have one, but he didn't want to because he didn't want to take away from the moment that it should have been with me and my father. That's true. Mm-hmm. And he'll be able to do that at her wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Which is also nice. special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the, the my favorite parts about your church and your ceremony was that... The confession booth? Yes, the confession <laughs> booth, which is funny that oh I called the show God. Wedding I have to hear about that. <laughs> I, I've always wanted to go in a confessions booth. I'm Jewish, so I don't go to church very often. And every time I do go to a church for a wedding, I have to like dip my toes in first to make sure I don't burst into flames, <laughs> which never happened <laughs> yet. Uh, so when I saw it, this was the first church that I had worked at that actually had the confession. Do you call it a confessional? Confession booth? booth? Confessional, I think. Confessional. The confessional. Yeah. So one of my favorite people in the world is also Catholic, Madonna. And she often has videos where she's in the confessional confession booth yeah and i wanted to recreate that moment but wasn't sure if i should (laughs) or if it was allowed so i had my assistant just like sneak in really quickly and take some pictures of me in the confessional like with my hands i didn't even know you had done it till after i sent you the picture picture. i was dying i love this picture you asked me if you could do it i'm like i don't know (laughs) yeah i wanted somebody to give me permission and you wouldn't so i just said okay you know what (laughs) fuck it i'm just doing it i would have done it for you if i was working that day (laughs) <laughs> so I'm not Catholic. No. I still have to get married there, so I didn't want to do anything that no. was like... No. No. Well, but thank you for uh, turning a blind eye to my shenanigans. No, you're just really sneaky because I didn't even know you did it. <laughs> um, let's let's talk a little bit about your, your gorgeous wedding gown and how you chose that. Oh, that was a little bit of a disaster, too. What the heck? Tell me. Ugh. Yeah. So, okay. So I really liked, um, the sweetheart neckline. I wanted the lace, the vintage look. However, I wanted the cap sleeve with the keyhole back and, um, they didn't offer one for that, for the, for the brand, what's it brand? The designer designer. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, well let's order some lace and we'll make you one. 
I said, okay. So they order the lace. I pay extra for it. It wasn't cheap. Lace is not cheap. It is not cheap. No. Um, so the dress comes in and they get the lace and they pin it. And then I come back the next visit and um, the two shoulders don't match. It's like instead of mirroring it, they did one on top of the other. So it was like two left shoulders as opposed to left and a right. So they're like, okay, uh-huh. come back and we'll fix it. I come back. It's even worse. Turns out they didn't even order enough lace. Um, so a week before the wedding, they still hadn't had it. I went in for my last fitting and they still didn't have it right. So they ended up giving me a bolero, which was nice. And you couldn't tell that it was a different lace, but I didn't get my cap sleeve and my keyhole back. So I didn't even get. Which is the whole reason why you ordered the custom made dress in the first place. Yeah. So <gasps> oh my gosh. Um, that was really disappointing too. That's too bad. You, did, you couldn't even tell though. No, but I didn't get what I wanted. Right, which is which not was good, especially when you're too. paying what you're paying for something like yeah. that. Yeah, and yeah. From everybody else's point of view, though, you looked gorgeous, Thanks. and nobody could see any flaw in the design. Yeah, like once I took the, I only needed that for the church because you can't have your shoulders out. So once I took it off, it was fine, and like I added the belts and everything, but still. It's always in the back of my of head course. that I don't have. Now, now, whenever I see a bride with a keyhole back, I, I'm kind of like bitter. You cringe. Uh, yeah. And your bouquet was stunning too, but yeah, obviously. Yeah, Margarita did so good. I even told her I wanted a rosary wrapped around it and the pin with a picture of my dad and it was all done. And even the table was gorgeous. Like I told her I wanted that like romantic, simple, but vintage look. And she went above and beyond with the head table. And it was incredible. Yeah, it was beautiful. Lots of candlelight. Yeah. And you, mister, looked really nice, too. Thank you. Where was your suit from? Gino's Fashion. Nice. Yeah, he did really good. Of course, you went to Gino's. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. So Italian. So Italian. <laughs> the price was right, though. And then during, during cocktail hour, you had a ukulele player and yeah. you had a violinist. Yeah, so the ukulele, I originally wanted him to play somewhere over the rainbow when the girls were coming down the aisle. But because it wasn't a church song, we weren't allowed. Right. So churches are very strict. Very. Not just with religion, but also with song choices. Yes. And I was kind of <laughs> crushed too. Also with videographers and photographers too. Yes, you can't be down the aisle. With, they were pretty good with that. Um, but it was just the music they were very strict on. But um, he actually bought the ukulele and learned how to play it just for the wedding. This Aww. was a friend of yours. Yeah. Yeah. Felipe. That's nice. Felipe, good old yeah. Felipe. And then Sophie, I work with her. She's excellent at what she does so. and they were really good mm-hmm. and then there was another i didn't really get to see any of it because you know well you were out taking pictures because the photographer too was long. late no they were late we had to wait it was ridiculous yeah when we went to the park yeah they were half an hour late 35 minutes late we we're just waiting there this is making my blood boil right now yeah. like i am so angry yeah and then the mirror well i was just so you just read my mind i was just about to say there was one more thing that happened was the seating chart on a mirror, which was the wrong color printed on the mirror. So well, you couldn't read it. Couldn't oh my it. gosh. I, asked, I said, oh, like, can you do a champagne? And he was like, yeah, no problem. He didn't tell me, though, that it wasn't because the writing was smaller, it wouldn't show. Yeah, well, that's on them. Like, well, they should have oh, told you, like, that's not going to work. So... There was nothing to do at this point. We couldn't get another mirror made. So what we did was we had a couple of your groomsmen and bridesmaids standing by the seating chart with, thank God I had 
printed a bunch of lists of the guests and their tables and we were just helping people find their seats. Mm -hmm. So moral of today's story, folks, is that there are certain things that can be fixed at weddings and there are certain things that are just completely out of our control and we leave it to other professionals to do things the way that they should do them. I don't even care that you couldn't read it. It's not that. It was more after. Like, you guys handled it well. It's not a big deal. No one remembers that they couldn't see their name, but it was more after he, like, was still wanting me to pay for it. I said, "Uh, no, I'm not paying for this. They couldn't even read it. And why wouldn't he say when they printed it, it's not legible. Let's well, change the you, color. You contacted him and he said, well, it's the color she wanted. Well, she didn't, I didn't know you can't see it. Whether she wanted it or not, as the professional, you should have said, great, that's a gorgeous color, but you're not going to be able to read it. So let's it's not functional. Yeah. Let's use black. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure if they would have suggested that to you, you would have wanted to change it. Yeah. So do you have any good memories of your wedding? <laughs> yes. No, like... <laughs> I know it sounds so bad going over the bad stuff, but like even all the hiccups, like I, it was still like an amazing day. The soccer field was amazing. The ceremony was amazing. The party after the food was, the food was phenomenal. And you had like 18 courses. Yeah. I got the creme brulee just for me and I didn't even eat it. You didn't even get it. Cause you're having too much fun. Just everyone talks to you. Everyone, everyone talks to you. Which like, why do they want to talk to you at your wedding, right? Know, like, right? just leave right? us alone. No. Leave your money in the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your dinner. Yeah. No, the food was good, and they, it was more than enough. Yeah, Everyone's, yeah. like, all my family. Because, like, we're French-Canadian, so it's not really common to get married. And especially, like, it's nothing like the Italians do. French-Canadian-Italian wedding is an interesting mix. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... It was, it was really nice, yeah. Full on an Italian wedding. So they still rave about the food and how much food there was and how good it was. And so, and no, but it was it's, good. It's really important mm-hmm. for sure. So if you were to get married again, the two of you, I mean, not to, to somebody people. else, yeah. what part of your wedding would you change if you could pick one part? I think we plan on renewing our vows either at five or 10 years, mm-hmm. but on the oh, beach. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, my dad always hinted that he wanted me to have a beach wedding, but because of his family and some of them with their conditions and being older, we weren't able to. So he promised me that in either five or 10 years that we could do it on the beach. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Nice yeah. So I look forward to getting an invitation. You will, don't worry. <laughs> um, so what I love about the two of you is that with all of these things that did happen, you still came out with a very positive outlook. It yeah. seems like you still had a great day. You're not like angry, which is nice. I mean, you're frustrated, which I understand. But I love that because a lot of people take the negative and that's all they focus on. And then they don't even want to talk about their wedding. Like their wedding is like an embarrassment. It's the worst thing that ever happened. We had all this shit happen to us. It was a dark cloud. Boo-hoo. Can you ever talk to someone who had a perfect wedding day? No. And that's the thing. It's like... Even with me there. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) You actually made it look perfect. We didn't know about all the behind the scenes. But like, (laughs) it's not even that. Like when we talk to people, everyone had a good time. And essentially that's all we wanted is everyone to have a good time celebrating us. Because nobody knows what's happening behind the scenes. No. We know because it happens. And well, we, we didn't, but... Well, no. eventually, you, we know. Trevor keeps secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Only about drug abuse. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad that you still know that it was a successful event and everybody mm-hmm. had a good time and the food was amazing and you looked beautiful and you Thank looked you. handsome and Thank everything you. looked incredible. Your daughter had a great time, which oh is my gosh, also very like important. The life of the party that night. Everyone was so amazed by it. Just She just kept giving her. She's dancing all night long. Her mother's daughter. Yeah, maybe. Let's see what the next one is like. Yeah, hopefully a little more calm. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad that you came. I really appreciate that you're here and doing this with me. It's so much fun. I just love reliving everybody's weddings, but especially yours was 
awesome. Because of you. Because of all of us. Yeah, yeah. So team, thank you. Very big team effort. Go team wedding. Woo-hoo. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Lindsay, for being here. Thank you. It was so and nice to meet you guys. Same. See you on uh, social media. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks so much for listening. Please make sure you subscribe and also follow me on Instagram at Trevents Planner and at Wedding Confessions. Thank you.